Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Paper Mate Pens bring you Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. in just a moment. This Christmas, for just one dollar, you can give the gift of life itself to a hungry family overseas. For just a dollar, you can share your Christmas with fellow human beings, men and women and children whose only hope for Christmas is the hope of simply surviving, of defeating starvation, of just staying alive. Your dollar will send an 11-pound food package, the special care dollar food kit. That's right. Care will send in your name 11 pounds of life-giving food to a war-ravaged family whose lives depend on such gifts from you. This is government surplus food made available to Care by the Foreign Foods Administration. You pay only the shipping costs, $1. Don't put it off. The time is very short. Make your own Christmas happier by sharing with some hungry family overseas. Your gift of food may be the gift of life itself. Put a dollar in an envelope with your name and address. Put as many dollars as you can afford in an envelope and send it to CARE, C-A-R-E, New York. We take you now to the Bonton Department Store in the city of Wistful Vista where we join two slightly bewildered shoppers named Fibber McGee and Molly. Boys, huh? No, it's the girls that do the kicking, Johnny. <laughs> the boys seem to be different this year. 
Well, I'm glad to hear that. This must be kind of fun at that. Well, Leva say it's an interesting experience, daughter. One little fellow about six years old come in yesterday and come up on my lap and he just snuggled down like a little kitten. Oh. Santa Claus, he says. I want to whisper in your ear. Close your eyes and listen, he says. I closed my eyes and leaned down and listened. I just got kind of a warm feeling all over. Kind of tugged at your heart, did he? Nope, the little rat set fire to my beard. <laughs> well, this job can be dangerous. What kind of presents are they asking for this year, old-timer? Bicycles and electric trains, I suppose, as usual. No, the kids of the day have changed, son. They're growing up. Yeah? I've been getting a lot of requests from kids that say, Santa Claus, please bring me Betty Grable. It's got me worried. Why should you worry? Well, gee, I kind of had my heart set on that. <laughs> Uh-oh, here come some more kids, kids. Watch it. Well, we got to start shopping anyhow. Come on, Molly. See you later. So long. So long. All right now, Sonny. You're next. Just tell old Sonny what you want in your stocking. If you say Betty Grable, I'll belt you with a bag of candy. He's cute with the children, isn't he? Yep. Now, you go that way, dear, and I'll go this way. And no fair following me. No fair following me, too, either. Because I got something very special in mind to buy you for Christmas, Tootsie. Have you, dearie? What? No, uh, never you mind. This is going to be a real surprise this year. You just trot along. Okay, lover. <laughs> I'll stay away from you. I love surprises. Hmm. I wish I knew what the heck to get her this year. My ideas and my money don't jibe. I wish I could find a nice $10 diamond Terrara. Or maybe a brute. <laughs> people all wear, yeah. with the long collar that comes clear down to here, <laughs> got palm trees on the pocket. Oh, I don't know what to get for Mart so far. He's so hard to buy clothes for, nothing's ever right for Mart. Too particular, you mean? No, his shape's so funny. <laughs> the only thing I can buy him that fits him right is a necktie. What you gonna get from Fib this year, you know? No, he's gonna surprise me, Fib. Oh, murder. Mart did that to me one Christmas, surprise, he says. Nobody bought me? What? Hand-painted abalone shell table lamp. Oh, my. With matching ashtrays, no less. Oh, dear. <laughs> the painting on it was lovely. Clear around the shade, it said, greetings from Pismo Beach, California. <laughs> I buried it in the backyard. I don't blame you. It sounds pretty awful. McGee's not quite that wild. He surprised me last year with a bottle of perfume. And the year before that. Uh-oh, here he comes. Yeah. Don't say anything about me buying hmm. Hello, dearie. Oh, hi, kiddo. I didn't expect to find you here in the men's... Oh, hi, Maeve. Hi, Fib. Oh, I was just helping Mabel look at some presents for Mort. Mm-hmm. I haven't quite decided on your presents yet. Uh, here's your package, madam. I'm sure he'll like the shirt. Huh? Oh, your package, madam. Uh, Mabel, there's your package of the shirt for Mort. Huh? Oh, Yes, the shirt. Uh, the shirt, the mart. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, give it here. Well, I'm going to look around some more, Molly. I haven't found your surprise yet. Meet you out front, dearie. Okay. So, 
Bought me a shirt, huh? Hope it's one of them California sport shirts like the picture people wear with the long collar that comes down to here and the palm trees on the pockets. Sure wish I knew what the heck to buy for her this year. She's... Whoops, watch it, Bob. Oh, Bosco, smell see you. They ran one for break. They turned too stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's very crowded. Ah, it's just flock-headed foreigners. Yeah. Wonder if I ought to surprise her with a bottle of perfume. No one surprised her with perfume the last three Christmases. Maybe they got something down this aisle here for women. You look lost, sir. May I help you? Uh, oh, oh, no, I ain't lost this. I know where I am. I'm just... Ah, you're looking for a Christmas present, and you don't quite know what to buy, do you? Well, uh, yeah, you might put it that way. I'm just looking... For your wife? Yeah, I want to surprise her, you see. And... I know exactly what you have in mind. Well, good for you, because personally, I ain't got the faintest. Oh, we have some just beautiful things under the counter here. Oh, you just wait. Well, now, what kind of things? Oh, we like to eat gorgeous imports. Huh? Look at the silk negligee. Huh? Look at these gorgeous lips. Oh, sure. Yeah, aren't they delectable? Well, oh, my gosh. I'm, well, I couldn't. Well, I mean, oh, holy smoke. They're all handmade. She'll love them. I, well, gee whiz, I mean, well, I... And here, if you step uh, right down this way and let me show you the nighty on the model. Oh, on the model, on the model, on the model. Right down here, the wax model at the end of... Where does that man go? something to surprise her that I can afford that she likes that she don't expect. Oh, hi, Doc. Well, well, well. What are you doing lurking around here, sonny boy? Doing your Christmas shoplifting? That ain't very funny, Fatso. That was a very feeble crack. Yeah, I know. It's the best I could do. This Christmas shopping's got me licked. You're licked? Mm-hmm. Boy, I'm beat right down to my shoe soles. I swore I'd buy Molly a Christmas present that'd be a complete surprise to her this year, and I've been battling my way through this slaughterhouse all afternoon, and what have I got? Sore feet. No ideas? Sure, I got lots of ideas. I'd like to buy her a mink coat, fill the pockets full of diamond terrarias, and deliver it to her in a Cadillac convertible. You got any ideas how I can do that? Nope. Me neither. You want a surprise her, huh? What'd you give her last year? Perfume. Year before that? Perfume. How about 1950? That was the year I gave her a bottle of perfume. Uh-huh. She always knows what she's going to get. And by George, I'm going to surprise her this year if it takes me... Hey, I got it. Yeah, that's it. What's it? Look, three years in a row I've given her perfume. Got it? So you told me. So this year she knows good and well I'm not going to give her perfume again, right? She should know it. So, I want to surprise her, right? Right. That's it. Hey, miss. Wrap me up a bottle of this perfume. Oh. This evening in Liverpool. The family size. Girl can always use perfume, Doc. Boy, will she be surprised because the last thing she'll expect... If you haven't mailed your Christmas gifts and greetings yet, it's later than you think. Post offices everywhere will soon be overflowing with mail. Do it now. Mail today. You can still get them there in plenty of time for Christmas. And for out-of-town delivery, you can be sure by using Air Mail or Air Parcel Post, the speediest services available. And don't gamble on flimsy packaging in the Christmas rush. Pack your gifts in strong, durable boxes, wrapped in heavy paper and tie securely. Address them in ink on the wrapper. Avoid using address tags. They may be lost in transit. If you use gummed address stickers, it's a good idea to enclose a copy of the address and return address in the parcel. Be sure to use correct zone numbers. 
They're a part of the address and help to speed your mail to its destination. You can help to get your greetings there on time by tying out-of-town local Christmas cards and letters in separate bundles with stamps facing the same way. And label each bundle with the out-of-town and local-facing slips furnished you by your letter carrier. in a million years what you're getting for Christmas this year, Molly. Well, I know it'll be wonderful. Is it to wear or what? Well, no, I'm not saying. Ah, come on, give me a hint. Is it big or little? I'm not dropping a single hint this year. It's going to stay locked up right there in that little desk drawer till Christmas. So don't go sniffing around there. Oh. Good night. Good night, all. have brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed. With Bill Thompson as the old-timer and the man with a heavy accent. Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. Natalie Masters as the sales lady. Bob Bruce as the clerk. And Elvia Allman as Mabel Toops and the store announcer. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. (laughs) 